It's time for the 360 round. We'd like to focus on Oracle. Oracle reports its earnings tomorrow afternoon, and let's get prepared here. John Freeman, Vice President, Equity Research, CFRA, who has a sell rating on okay. Oracle. I can't wait to hear more about this. Kevin Green, <laughs> Senior Derivatives Manager of Charles Schwab. He looks at some of these charts, too. It's great to see you both. So, John, I'll start with you with this sell rating. I think you think it's going to drop more than 10 bucks. You're worried about a lot of the headwinds. Tell, tell us about that. That continuing to 2023, you said. Yeah. I, so, I, I th thank you very much for having me, But uh, by the way. So, but yeah, Oracle's a tough one because they are in software, they are in, in enterprise software, which I, the whole sector I really like. So it is tough to, you know, to, to put an actual sell on it, but I, I want to put the point on like, they are not the biggest beneficiary. Um, in fact, most of their revenue <clears throat> or a large portion of the revenue still is maintenance on legacy, um, uh, legacy software, legacy applications, um, you know, that uh, stretch back into the nineties. And you know, their, their, yes, their cloud growth is is impressive, um, but they don't break it out specifically. They mix it with other stuff, so it, it's it, they mix it with maintenance. So it's kind of tough to figure out. But right now, uh, the uh, what, what I'm concerned is is that at some point the maintenance revenue on the legacy stuff will fall, and and it will fall faster and 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 take away from growth more than the growing cloud portion can contribute to growth. And so that's that's my concern, really. Um, I don't know what quarter it's going to happen, um, or maybe they can hand the ball, you know, off uh, smoothly. But I think there's too much risk here. And there's a couple other things that I don't like. One is they have 43 billion in net debt. That's three years ago they were in a net cash position, and it's because of buybacks. They spent, I think, at, at one point at two over the sort of two and a half year period, 80 billion dollars. <laughs> In, in buybacks where I don't understand they can use that money if they if they're so you know uh, bullish on their own business they can use it for product development for lots of different acquisitions but no they just buy back their own shares and I guess that, I mean you know some degree that's good but the level that they're doing it borrowing money to buy back shares I just fundamentally I think that's uh, that's not a uh, sustainable uh, sort of uh, a strategy and I think it's I, I think it might be problematic. Yeah, there is so much to discuss here, Kevin. I know you've touched on some of the same trends within your notes. You watch support and resistance levels. Um, what would you like to start with, Kevin, here, when it comes to looking at Oracle? Uh, there's a lot to uh, unpack. And uh, I, I would say uh, I would take a little bit of a different look at it. I think the cloud space is growing rapidly. And I think we will continue to probably see that growth when it comes to Oracle and when it comes to some of the other competitors that are out in that space. Uh, yes, a lot of the uh, the maintenance, um, a lot of the revenue is based built on maintenance and also uh, uh, some of the legacy product offerings that they have. Uh, and I believe that they are truly recognizing it, but they are putting a pretty substantial amount of in, uh, investment into the infrastructure there to try to ramp up the cloud solutions. One thing you also have to re uh, recognize too, uh, they own uh, MySQL, uh, MySQL. I mean, that's one of the biggest, if not the biggest uh, programming languages for databases that are out there in, in the world. Uh, so as they continue to own that type of space, that has a very big impact on some of the offshoot languages that a lot of companies are going to have to utilize to build up their infrastructure. So that's that's one thing, but uh, from a Ford PE standpoint, it is very cheap. They're about the 19 Ford Ford PE. If you look at, uh, let's say, uh, 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 
Salesforce, Salesforce is at a, uh, what, 57, uh, yeah, 57.02 uh, uh, for PE. So some of the other players in the space are a little bit more expensive to Oracle. I think the debt management is going to be a key factor here. And then if we're looking at support and resistance from a chart standpoint right now, short term, $85 for the support area, $93.80 around that area for the resistance area that's breaching up into that 50-day moving average. And then the, uh, for the earnings, the at-the-money implied volatility move right now uh, was at about 3.2% last night. It hasn't really changed too much, so much this morning. So let's see if that actually takes, uh, uh, that actually comes to fruition in the marketplace today. Right. And, you know, I'm, I'm glad you're bringing us this chart too, to show that um, the support and resistance there. John, I mean, there's no doubt we see cloud growing. They do have significant competitors though, right? I mean, we mentioned Amazon Web Services and others. Tell me about the landscape. Is there room for everybody to grow at least maybe over the next five years or 10 years? Well, on the cloud side, absolutely. Um, and remember, there's also different levels. So for example, Oracle does compete with Amazon and Microsoft Azure and, and uh, Google Cloud at sort of the you know, cloud operating system level. And they will keep their, you know, uh, th that's that, the, 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 the key about that is that that helps them uh, uh, migrate their really conservative banking and Fortune 500, you know, mission critical type application, those kinds of applications, you know, are, are you know, are the last ones to go cloud. But if they do, right, it, it, it feels good if you've used Oracle, if you're an IT guy that's used Oracle and very familiar with their stuff, right, uh, their database, to, to then move that to the cloud because it, you know, it keeps a lot of the things intact. However, the problem is, yeah. is that cloud overall is only about a third of their revenue. Right, and the other problem is is that their data they they actually have a double problem with cloud. They have they get database licenses and application licenses from their corporate customers, and if you go to the cloud, the database part of it goes away. If you use Salesforce.com, you don't pay additionally for the database. You just get Salesforce, right? So, cloud the cloud migration is is more deflationary for Oracle than for other customers. They can manage all of that. But I don't understand why they. I mean, it, it, but right. if you know if they're going to do that, they, okay. it, it's just I think it's really hard yeah. to spend yeah. that much money on buybacks. I mean, billions of dollars. Right, and you're concerned about that debt, John. I know, I know. So, Kevin, uh, maybe we could play a little devil's advocate. I mean, when you were looking at the chart, you did have the upside over 90 bucks. Um, you know, granted, there's a lot of business in the legacy business, but they are moving over to cloud. Maybe give us some of the upside potential here in this support resistance picture. Yeah, I think once again, uh, Nicole, when we look at the valuation itself, when you look at the 4P and some of the other metrics that they have out there, it is relatively cheap to their peers. Um, now, and I, I do believe I will play devil's advocate a little bit here to say um, the the way that a lot of the cloud space is really going to uh, make a lot of money is not so much being able to hold data on the cloud or being able to, to hold that data. It's to be able to make money off the data that's being used. So the requests that businesses make for their own data, uh, there are packages out there like that and a lot of the uh, you know mega cap companies a lot of the large cap companies are, are priced for those type of structures there so if you look at Teradata if you look at Oracle the more data the company pulls the more data that they want you said uh, acquisitions the, the too money. right in acquisitions yeah and you said acquisitions might be good 
Yeah, and I think that's going to be the key. So if you're looking at the actual uh, space right now when it comes to the cloud, I think the acquisition for small cap and maybe some mid cap companies, that's really where those valuations are going to, to continue to grow over time. Because if you cannot scale up your cloud business fast enough because of uh, supply chain issues, yeah. you need uh, the infrastructure, you need the semiconductors, you need the GPUs. If you cannot do that, you're going to look at the space and try to grow inorganically by buying or acquiring some of these small cap and mid cap names. So I do yeah. believe that that's probably okay. where you're going to see a lot of the price movement for this particular space rather than the mega cap names. All right. We'll get the real numbers tomorrow. I look forward to a great to chat with you both, Kevin Green of Charles Schwab and John Freeman of CFRA. Thank you. Thank you.